So tonight we're going to do a little bit of audience participation. So as I read through this, I want you first to be thinking about things that stand out. What, what words, what phrases, what things seem to be repeated? And then we're going to talk about it, all right? So you can, you can get comfortable, close your eyes. I want you to just be fully present in this moment. Let the first time that I read through this, just let the, the words of the Lord wash over you. Beginning in verse 41. Let your steadfast love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then shall I have an answer for him who taunts me, for I trust in your word. And take not the word of truth utterly from my mouth, for my hope is in your rules. I will, not, I will keep your law continually forever and ever, and I shall walk in a wide place, and I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings and shall not be put to shame, for I find my delight in your commandments, which I love. I will lift up my hands to your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. Okay, real quick, something that jumps out, something that's repeated. Your? Who's your in this? Yes, okay. So when we're talking about your promise, let's go through. Your steadfast love, your salvation, your promise, your word. All right, what else? Your rules, your law, your precepts, your commandments, your commandments, your statutes. Who was counting? I lost count. I wasn't doing it on my hand fast enough. How many times are you talking about God's steadfast love, God's salvation, God's promise for me? All right? God's word. God's rules, God's law, God's testimonies, God's commandments, God's statutes. So you can begin to read things like that. That was really good. Now, if you go back and you count how many times it's your steadfast love, your salvation, talking about the Lord, versus how many times he's talking about what I will do. The number of times that he says, I will do this or less than that, he's more focused on who God is than he is on himself. And when he is responding, the psalmist is saying, I'm going to trust. What am I trusting? And I'm trusting in your word. Nice pick, Olivia. What else? What else sticks out? Real quick. What? Which I love. Very good. Awesome. So what does he say that he delights in and the thing that he loves? You remember? It's a good one. It's a good catch right? For I find my delight in your feedback. I find my delight in your commandments, right? Which I love. I lift my hands to your commandments, which I love, right? He's saying the things that God is calling us to, those are the things that I love. Is that something you can say about how you approach scripture? Do you read it in a way like that? Are you guys really messing around with my voice? I went from deep to tinny. I can go back to deep if you need me to. What is going on? All right. 
Do you read scripture in a way that as you're reading it, you are going, God's commandments are the things that I love? Are you reading it as a, a list of rules, of things that you have to keep? Or are you reading it as opportunities to give him praise for what he's given us and how we can live? That was excellent. All right, a couple more. A couple more things. Anything else that sticks out? What? Anyone? I'll read it again for you, Olivia. Thank you. Let your steadfast love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. For then shall I have an answer for him who taunts me, for I trust in your word. Take not the word of truth utterly from my mouth, for my hope is in your rules. I will keep your law continually forever and ever. I shall walk in a wide place, for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and I shall not be put to shame. I find delight in your commandments, which I love. And I will lift up my hands to your commandments, which I love. And I will meditate on your statutes. Okay, one or two more things. Anything else sticking out? Commandments? Tell me about it. He loves the commandments, exactly. So we're not talking just Old Testament Ten Commandments, right? We're talking about any of the things that God's given us to help us understand how to live according to a life that he wants to keep us safe and healthy and happy. Anything else? Shall, will, love. Yeah, exactly. It's good. All right, a couple of things that I want to point out here too. What happens when you go home and you get taunted because you're following Jesus? What happens when you go home and you're not surrounded by people at Indian Springs anymore that are lifting you up and all of a sudden someone's blowing up on your socials talking about how dumb it is and that none of this can be real? That, that your, your faith isn't real? What then, right? Verse 43 says this, Take not the word of truth utterly from my mouth, for my hope is in your rules. Right? Right before that, then shall I have an answer for him who taunts me. So we've got scripture to fall back on. There are going to be times when people say you're crazy for the, the faith that you have. But verse 42 and verse 43 are beautiful as a way to encourage us. I shall have an answer for him who taunts me, for I trust in your word. Take not the word of truth utterly from my mouth, for my hope is in your rules. You catch that? Guys, this is why we've been talking about how important scripture is, because if you have it, you have it memorized, Gideon, it really is this simple and this easy, man. You memorize scripture, anytime someone is coming after you, the enemy's coming after you, telling you you're dumb for what you believe, nope. Just like we talked about a couple days ago, my father said, my father said, my father said, you're going to have the exact same response. One last thing that I think is really cool about this is I wrote it down in my notes. I got to verse 46, and this is what jumped out to me. All right, so verse 46, I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and I shall not be put to shame. What do you think is going on there? I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and I will not be put to shame. 
Yeah, what do you think? What's the psalmist talking about, right? I will also speak of your testimonies before kings and will not be put to shame. Yes, sir. Exactly. So this is, this is exactly, exactly what you said. Here we have an opportunity to speak the truth of the gospel before anyone, even someone as high as a king, and not to be put to shame. So in my, my notes here, I have a reminder from Leviticus 26, and if the, the wind won't keep blowing my Bible around, here we go. Beginning in verse 3, If you walk in my statutes and observe my commandments and do them, then I will give you your rains for the season, and the land shall yield its increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and your threshing shall last, the, your thresh, threshing shall last to the time of grape harvest, and grape harvest shall last to the time of sowing, and you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land securely. So these are promises that God's giving. And then he says this, I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid, and I will remove harmful beasts from the land, and the sword shall not go through your land. And you shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. Five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall chase ten thousand. And your enemies shall fall before you by the sword, and I will turn to you and make you fruitful and multiply you and confirm my covenant with you. You will also speak of your testimony. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings and not be put to shame. So this is an encouragement for us to go back home, and we're going to be talking more about this in the days to come. But it's an encouragement for us as we go back home to realize we stand on truth. We stand on the word of God. Nothing can put us to shame. We can take this gospel message to anyone. The promise that I see in Leviticus 26 is this: if we act in bold faith. Like it's saying, your five shall chase a hundred, and your hundred shall chase ten thousand. Nothing can stand in our way if we're willing to put our faith in Christ.